it's actually quite humbling to be here this morning. It's been, a, I think, maybe seven or eight months since I last shared. But like, I can't explain to you what's happened in the background in that time and what God's done and how He's challenged me and called me out and um, loved me in the same space. And I'm, I am excited to be back here and I am excited to, to share with you guys this morning what I feel God has been stirring in me. And what I love about when you're going to share is he always hits you first, eh? Because he has to. Um, and I just pray this morning, I pray that you just hear my heart. Um, I pray that you would, oh, don't cry. That, it would, that you would hear it from a place of love. Because it really is from that. And it's also from revel, a revelation as well, which is funny. Because I'm going to be going through Ephesians 3. And that's technically how it starts. Um, so I'm just going to read through some stuff first, and then I'm going to get into it. I'm, going to, I'm mainly going to focus on verse 14 to 21, um, but I'm actually going to just go through a little bit of the first part of Ephesians 3. For this reason, our Paul, the prisoner of Christ, Jesus, on behalf of you Gentiles, you have heard, haven't you, about the administration of God's grace that he gave to me for you. The mystery was made known to me by revelation, as I have briefly written above. By reading this, you are able to understand my insight into the mystery of Christ. That was not made known to people in other generations and is now revealed to his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. The Gentiles and co-heirs, members of the same body and partners in the promise of Christ Jesus through the gospel. It was made, I was made a servant of this gospel by the gift of God's grace that was given to me by the working of his power. This grace was given to me, the least of all the saints, to proclaim to the Gentiles the incalculable riches of Christ and to shed light for above for about the administration of the mystery hidden for ages in God who created all things. This so that God's multifaceted wisdom may now be known through the church to the rulers and authorities in the heavens. This is according to His eternal purpose accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord. In Him we have boldness and confident access through Him in faith. So then I ask you, not to be discouraged over my afflictions on your behalf, for they are your glory. And I think what I love so much about this is what God's done in me is like, this is, this is my prayer for you guys. And this is my cry for you guys. That we would have a revelation of exactly what it means of the gospel, not just for ourselves, but for those who we go into the workspace with. For those who are in our family that don't yet know him. For all those people that come into our lives that think the gospel is not for me. And I love there's a humility to Paul. I'm going to keep going. He says, For this reason I kneel before the Father. And for this reason I kneel before you, Trinity Central. And my heart is for you. So, what I love about going through the stuff like this is I look at Paul. He's extremely humble, but he, he knows what he's called to. And there's no, there's no doubt, there's no fear, there's no concern about what someone else says. He's so bold in what he says. And I think at times we want to be that bold, but we don't know how to. And you think he's writing a letter from prison at the time <laughs> to the church in Ephesus with courage and boldness, but he's in prison. And for me, there's the grace that's been given to Paul to preach that. And I realized then at that point in time that what God calls us to, He equips us for. He didn't call Paul into this space and not equip him to go and do the work that he was asked to do. 
And I think so many, I think with Trinity Central and I think with the church in general, there's a stirring and a fire that's being built where we know what we're being called to, but we don't yet feel equipped. And I think that's a lie that the enemy is going to try and use as God is busy stirring and moving us and the church globally is starting to get restless. The only thing he can do is bring doubt. And it's like, I want to say you are fully equipped in this space. Outside of this space, you are fully equipped. Don't believe the lie. As parents, you are fully equipped. As single people, you are fully equipped. As business owners, you are fully equipped. All for the eternal purpose, being Jesus Christ. It's always that Paul always has to bring it back to remind us, because I think we need it. It's like, it's not about us, it's about Jesus. Not about us, it's about Jesus. It's not about my status, it's about Jesus. It's not about my profits, it's about Jesus. It's not about my failures, it's about Jesus. And he goes on and says, they're suffering for their glory. And that's a tough one, because I was like, yes, that sounds amazing when it's him. And then we go through tough times, and I wonder how many of us have ever said, I'm suffering now for your glory, Trinity Central. When we suffer as individuals and we, we talk about the issues, I've never looked at it and said, I'm actually suffering for the people that I love here. The sufferings are personal and individual, but the glory that can come out of it that points to Jesus, that impacts my life so that I can come into this community and be life and add life and, and actually be effective is for your glory, but ultimately for His. I'm going to go into... Quickly, the second part. Prayer for spiritual power. For this reason I kneel before the Father from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. I pray that He may grant you according to the riches of His glory to be strengthened with power in your inner being through His Spirit and that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. I pray that you, Trinity Central, being rooted and firmly established in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the length and width heart and depth of God's love and to know Christ's love that surpasses knowledge so that you may be filled with all the fullness of God now to him who is able to do above and beyond all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever amen and technically if I put a title to this it would it would be from prayer to praise and I think I've been humbled in that space the last little while that that's exactly <laughs> what I've had to do. Because <clears throat> he starts off by saying, but for this reason I kneel before the Father. There's a humility in Paul that actually he realizes where he fits into the equation, who he's in relationship with, and just how much he needs him. There is no way we can do what God is stirring in us to do unless we realize that without him we actually can't. And I've been yeah, quite struck this week. I had conversations on our family group on WhatsApp. And we were just talking about so much going on in the world and like issues in overseas. Because a lot of my family is in the UK and then the half of them are in Australia, like my mom. And I sat there and I thought like, so much of my family members are going through life without him. I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they do it. And we can take for granted walking into church on a Sunday, getting a nice easy coffee, sitting down, talking to people that we love. And actually forget that it's a privilege to walk into a space with people that walk with Jesus. And we take it for granted. I'm going away now for three weeks and 
and there's part of me that's like, man, I'm, I'm going to miss this. Being isolated and away for that long, you start to realize, like, actually, to walk into a community where it's safe, where people are for you, where they speak life, where they love on you, even when they annoy you, they're still for you. The dependence on God that we need and realizing that, as Paul said, I, a servant of Christ Jesus, as hard as a servant heart. There was never, he never wanted to be the best and this and that. And I think we come here sometimes and we're like, Jesus, I'll serve you, but I, I like this. And I'll do this, but please would you allow that to happen. <laughs> no, no, no. I kneel before the Father, before the King. <laughs> he is the King. And I freely just get to serve and help build his kingdom in this city, in this church. Verse 16. I'm going to go forward. I pray that he may grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with power in your inner being through his spirit. His riches, his spirit, his strength. And when I read that, I'm like, yeah, riches, I can do that. Strength, I can do that. I'm bold. I can, I can go for it. But it's not external, it's internal, inner being. Trinity Central, your inner being. I pray that His riches and His strength may dwell in your inner being. First, that there would be an overflow. And the hard part about that is that when, it, when He's busy working on the inside, and I think that's what He's doing with us at the moment. I think the church is busy with that. There's that wrestle, there's that like, something's happening, something's happening, but, but it has to start within. It has to start within, and the problem is within is then he gets to all the messy stuff. Then he gets to all the pain. Then he gets to all the hurt. Then he gets to all the disappointments. But he wants to start with the inner parts of you. It's not for your outer riches. It's not for the status. It's not for the affirmation. And I think the, the people that I've seen that have been the most free in their faith have allowed God to do the deep inner workings first. And that's the behind closed doors. Sometimes that's just for the audience of one. And then it outpours into community and into our work and into our families and into our children and, 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 and. <coughs> but you need to let God wrestle with you, Trinity Central. Would you let Him wrestle with you? He's not going to hurt you. But it will be uncomfortable and that's actually okay. Because when it's uncomfortable and he's wrestling with you, he knits you into a community that's a safe space to go through the wrestles. That's why when I see you guys come in week in, week out, week in, week out, I'm thankful that you chose to come. Because I, I want to see you guys here wrestling, not alone. Wrestle out with people that you don't understand and they don't understand you. That's how we learn to love each other. That's how we learn to see the inner giftings. That's how we get to call out gold and Barry. That's where we get to see Michelle's heart for people and just love feeding them. That's where we get to learn from single mothers, business owners, pastors. Where's Andrew? <laughs> Professional pastors. Verse 17, and this has probably been the biggest challenge for me. <clears throat> And that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. I pray that you being rooted and firmly established in love. Trinity Central, are you rooted and firmly established in love? 
I think when we work with people that are so different to us, <laughs> it's hard to sometimes love such a variety of people. And this is where my personal step has come in. It's like God has uprooted, rerooted, and established me in the things of Him for the last nine months. And that sucks. Because <laughs> it's so uncomfortable. But if we're going to do what we're going to do, if I want to live out the calling of my life, I need to be unshakable. I can't be unshakable with shallow roots. I can't be unshakable with shallow love. You've got to start as deep as you can go. But it's challenging. Because we don't want... No, no, it's okay. Don't touch that. Yeah, let me... Just do this. He's like, no, no, no. I want you. I want all of you. Stephen, I want all of you. Doesn't matter if you've been doing it for 40 years or two years. It's a constant reminder that I kneel before the Father. I lay at your feet again and again and again and again. I pray that Trinity Central would be a community that is rooted and established in love. If you understand this love for you, <laughs> you can understand it for someone else that's not like you. I pray that we would work in love. I pray that we would serve in love. I pray that we would listen in love. I pray that we would sit in silence in love. Every aspect of our life dictated by the love that He's shown us. And I think that's what Paul's trying to get to. It's like if you know the love that Christ has given you, the fullness to which that brings, it should be the most fruitful place in a city as a church. To be the most fruitful people, not by worldly standards, inner, inside first. Don't worry about the outworking. <laughs> I know finances, God's got it, but I'm talking about the. I'm talking about your character. I'm talking about what makes you, what carries you, what holds you. Let God work in that. A complete work. He's not. He's not in your life to compartmentalize you and say we'll deal with one and two. Oh, yeah, he's like 50% there. Great, next person. It's like on day to day, he's worrying about the completeness of Christ's work within you. Prayer, look at you. The completeness of Christ's work in you over the last two to three months. To learn you. Rooted and established in love. But the wind has come and he's blown you and he showed you that the, the roots are weak here. Okay, cool, let's go again. The roots are weak there. Let's go again. Deep wells, Trinity Central. Deep wells. Verse 18. <clears throat> May be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the length, width, height, and depth of God's love and to know Christ's love that surpasses knowledge so that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. All the saints. Trinity Central. All the saints. 3CR. All the saints. Enche Moroleta. All the saints. Churches in America. All the saints. He's not just busy with us. And if you understand that love and that depth, 
the unity that Paul's trying to build in the church and the unity that God's knitting in this country and at this time, that's the unity I think he's talking about. Not the unity of one place, not the unity of one people. If you understand that width and that depth and that love, it surpasses all knowledge. All knowledge of that church's failures, all knowledge of Trinity Central's failures, all knowledge of every single church that has not met the mark because it still deals with flawed people. All that, it surpasses in love. Learn to love the churches next to you. Learn to love the people next to you. I've had the privilege of being able to build with a 50% of people in my life from Trinity Central and 50% from 3CR. What a privileged space. Because my eyes are not focused on just here. I get to see God working in Brandon and Denzel's life. I get to go and see what he's doing there. And it looks different, but I have to learn to love them. As they have to learn to love us, as we have to learn to love others. Can you walk into a space that may have hurt you and speak life over them? Can you walk into someone's life they deeply hurt you and forgive them. Can you see what God's doing when it's not in your world? That can only come when you're firmly rooted and established in love. Or else hurt will cloud you. Failures will cloud you. Disappointments will cloud. Letdowns. They didn't do it. They didn't forgive. Established and rooted in love. Move forward. For those family members... That when I got saved, looked at me and, and, and had the most to say, established and rooted in love, I forgive you, I move forward. If the church is to move forward and be effective and, and, and take on what God is doing, I can't do it without being established and rooted in Him. It surpasses all knowledge. And in verse 20. Now to him who is able to do above and beyond all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. I feel like Paul goes to, like from his knees to an understanding of the fullness to standing up and saying, God, I can do nothing but praise you. A declaration of his goodness, a declaration of his plan. For generation to generation, forever and ever. Amen. The eternal purpose, Jesus Christ, coming here forever and ever. Amen. For Jew and Gentile, forever and ever, the gospel is for you. Amen. Now to him who is able. To him who is able. I'm not able, not alone. <laughs> There's no way. The task is too great to do alone. But to him who is able, I kneel before the Father. For his riches, I kneel before the Father. For his grace, I kneel before the Father. For his love, I have to kneel before the Father. Now to him who is able, do, do far more than what we can dream. Athel, to him who is able.
And I think so much of us feel unqualified. Haven't sorted this out, haven't done that. To him who is able, let him work. Trinity Central. Stephen, to him who is able, for your family, let him work. But lead in love, Trinity Central. 3CR. Lead in love. Play it as feet. Every day, all that I have and all that I am is yours. And I understand that He is far above it all. He has my best interest at heart. Carl, come all He has your best interest at heart. Play it at His feet. Don't be afraid to let go. Because I think sometimes the holding on is what stops us from walking in the freedom. And I think, well not I think, I know, that you get to a point where you say, I can't do this anymore. I have to let go, but I'm really scared. Could use other words. <laughs> but I really trust you. So I let it go. And then you can breathe. Even if for a moment you can breathe. As God says, trust me with it. I have safe arms, secure arms. I made you. I know the dreams in your heart. I know the desires. I know the family you want. I know the friendships you don't yet have. Give them. It's this constant exchange. I think a give and take as a reminder. And I have to do it because if I don't do it, I'm in control and I'm not. If I don't give it to him, I take control and there's no freedom in that. But this daily rhythm of God, all that I have and all that I am is yours. becomes a beautiful dance. And sometimes you hold things and you're like, ah, it's like, Okay, you're not giving it back yet. But why? Why not? Why not now? Why not later? I'm ready. I can do this. Not yet. And then there's a season where he says, now you're ready. Yeah. And sometimes you just need to stop and sit with maybe nothing. I don't know anyone in the world that wouldn't want that when they can give it over to a father that is so worthy of their trust. So for this reason, I kneel before the father. Father, I pray that you would love your church. I pray that you would whisper to them, gentle prayers and, and love and affirmation and Father God would you pour out your Holy Spirit here this morning to you who is able I say take it all for your glory we are here for your kingdom we say yes Father God is Tristan Charles von Eck, I kneel before the Father and I say, would you love Trinity Central? Would you encourage them, God? Would you speak laughing to them? <laughs> would you be gentle with them? Or would you roar like a lion over their lives, Father God? Holy Spirit, thank you for what you are doing here. Thank you for the stirrings. And thank you, Father God, that you are on the move. Thank <laughs> you.
And this is just the beginning. And there's a small group of people stuck in the middle of Kosmantain, in the middle of Pretoria, in the middle of South Africa, in the middle of Africa, in a small part of this world. Father God, we say yes to you. And we trust you to completely blow our minds with what you can do with the group of ordinary people. But through your work, Holy Spirit, the extraordinary can take place. As you move, as we go to our workplaces, as we love our kids, we see you break out, Holy Spirit. We see people come to know you. Well, Jews and Gentiles alike, Father God, you came for us all. We all level at the foot of the cross. Thank you, Lord, for your love. And I pray that you would start to speak boldness and courage into these hearts that are sitting here. Would you speak, Father God? Amen. I want to actually play a song that I have been listening to this week. It's called Dear God. And I just want you to listen to the words. I think it's a story about the wrestle and the struggle with luck. I want to go, but I can't. And I want to do this, but I failed. And I want to be for you, but this beautiful conversation that God has with us. And I pray that this morning it would be for you guys. You can play it. Dear God, I've been trying awful hard to make you proud of me. But it seems The harder that I try Oh, the harder it becomes And I feel like giving up Most of the time Dear God I've been chasing their approval and it's killing me And I know The more I try to prove Oh, the less I have to show And I'm stuck inside my head Most of the time If I pray a little harder If I follow the rules I wonder could I ever be in love Cause I try and try Just to fall back down again And I ask myself why Do I try to chase the wind I should lean into the mystery Maybe hope is found in the melody So I wanna try again Oh, I'm gonna try again Dear child I hope you know how much I love you 
And I'm proud of you And please believe The thoughts I have for you Will never change or fade away And it felt like giving up I never did Scared of imperfections or the questions in your head. Just know that you have always been enough. Cause you tried and tried, and that's all you wrestle with. Every how and every why, I was right there listening. So just fall into the mystery. Lead you in the melody Try just to try again My child, would you try again? My child, you can love again